Hello everybody, welcome to The Root Gospel Ministries. It's great to have you back, um, or if you're with us for the first time, it's great to have you here. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, today we're going to be doing a message on uh, why we should read the Bible. This is going to be the second message of a three-part series. Last week's message, which I encourage you to check out, was on what is the Bible. This week is why we should read the Bible. And next week is how to read the Bible. So. We thank you for being here. Um, hope you had a chance to check out the other videos. Hope you can continue to be with us in the future. But uh, we're just really grateful that God has chosen to speak to you today um, through, through this message. So I'm going to go ahead and open us up in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for this ministry and just thank you for the way that you work through it. Um, I, I pray that you be with me as I deliver this message today, and I pray that you just be with the listener, that you can uh, open, their, open their ears and open their, their hearts to you and to your word um, and to the message that we're speaking on today. Lord, um, I'm just grateful for the way that you work in all of our lives. Thankful for your love, um, not because we deserve it, but because of who you are. And uh, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for us, um, that we can be reconciled to you. And uh, through his resurrection, um, we also can overcome the grave. And... Uh, no longer live in our sin, but live in you. And uh, sticking with the theme of the message today, I also just want to thank you for your holy word, um, for leaving the scriptures so that um, we can meet you in the word and uh, that we can learn how to better serve you and to um, strengthen our relationship with you through, through your scripture. Um, it's in your holy name we pray. Amen. All right. So I'm going to start with reading from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. It says, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. So from that verse, I just want to ask a question for you to think about now and as we get going and uh, even beyond this message. Do you think that you correctly handle the word of truth? Now, I'm going to go ahead and read another quote as well. This one from J.C. Ryle. I have no doubt that there are more Bibles in our country at this moment than ever were since the world began. There's more Bible buying and Bible selling, more Bible printing and Bible distributing than ever was since we were a nation. We see Bibles in every bookstore, Bibles of every size, price, and style, large Bibles and small Bibles, Bibles for the rich and Bibles for the poor. There are Bibles in almost every house in the land, but all this time I fear we are in danger of forgetting that to have the Bible is one thing and to read it is quite another. So this is a ministry that is obviously student-led and is focused on students. So as a student, I understand that a majority of us do not like reading. I, I get that. School has beat reading to death through you know, assignments, through essays, through reports, through all the extra stuff that comes outside of just reading for enjoyment. As a student, it took me a really long time to get back into the habit of reading. I despised it for a long time. But I kind of want to throw this out there before we dive too deep into this message, that the value you are going to get from reading scripture is going to be much greater than anything that school could possibly teach you. Um, the stuff in school is temporary and then you know, at times can be useless, at times it can be educationally beneficial, but has no eternal value. Scripture is completely different. So I know a lot of you are going to go into this message 
with this pre-existing disdain for reading. Um, so I just want to encourage you to put that aside and approach this with uh, an open heart um, and, and understand that reading scripture and reading the Bible is completely different than any sort of reading that you'll do in school. So why we should read the Bible is kind of inherent in what the Bible is. If you have the opportunity to watch last week's message, you should understand a little bit about why you should read the Bible simply because of what it is. Um, if you didn't get the chance to see last week's message, I encourage you to go rewatch it. Or if you don't have the time for that, just read 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. That should kind of fill you in a little bit. But as Christians, we claim to love God. We claim to have a relationship with God, and that should be a relationship that is cherished above all other things. One of the most essential parts of any relationship is absolutely necessary that there is communication. And one half of communication is listening. And uh, we hear from God through the scripture. In Romans 10:17, it says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So it is important that if we're going to have a functioning relationship with God, that we must be willing to hear from him. If we cannot do that, it's very difficult to accurately claim that we have a relationship with him. So the relationship alone should be a strong motivation for us to read scripture. In 1 Timothy 4.6, it says, If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truth of the faith and the good teaching that you have followed. So through this, we kind of see that, that desire to serve God, the, for coming from a place of love. That should push us to read scripture as well. If we love God, we desire to serve him, we desire to grow closer to him, then that's the approach that we should take when reading scripture. We can meet God in the scripture, we can get closer to him, we can serve him better through what we learn while reading scripture. Um, we should approach the Bible with the same mindset as in Psalm 119. I know a lot of you haven't read that yet, uh, haven't had the opportunity to check that out, but I encourage that you do. Um, the whole idea behind Psalm 119 is that the author spends the entire chapter um, glorifying God and glorifying the Word of God. I'm saying, giving it praises, all the great things it's, it is and the great things it has done for his life. Um, so God meets us in the Word. It is how we hear from him. It is a glorious thing. It is how we can express our love. It is how we can uh, grow closer to him so that we can better serve him. Um, and, and it is important to know that Scripture is for everyone. So that means that scripture is for you. God wrote scripture because he wants to connect with you. Okay? Now, moving on to our next reason, the authority of the Bible um, makes it important that we know it. The Bible alone should be our rule. Um, we're going to experience other laws, other rules, other you know, guidelines that we fall under in our life, but there is nothing quite as concrete and set and important as the, the rule of the Bible. It, it should guide the way that we live as Christians. Um, and it's just important, obviously, if you're going to let this guide the way you live, that you know the contents of the Bible. Because, obviously, the Bible is more than just a rule book. I don't want to make a comparison in that sense. But if you were going to play a game and not know the rules, it would not turn out very well. So... You know, it's the same way with the Bible that if you're going to be following it, you need to know what it says. Um, and on top of the fact that it can guide us, it also helps us guide others. 
Now the Bible is completely full of truth. Everything in it is meaningful and true. It teaches us and helps bring us closer to Jesus. Now we live in a world um, where society pushes a lot of different morals, agendas, beliefs, um, ideas, everything is just kind of thrown at us all at once. We're getting pulled this way, that, this is what you need to believe, this is what you should do, this is how you should live. But through all that, the Bible is truth. That is where we should turn. Um, if we ever have questions or unknowns about where we stand on something, we should find our answer in the Bible. The Bible always provides answers. Um, everything in it is completely infallible. And even in the realm of religion, um, religion has the capability and the tendency to wonder from truth. Um, the only place you're going to get something that's absolutely true is in Scripture. And then this is a quote from R.C. Sproul. It says, Disciples of Christ abide in his word. Those who abide in his word know the truth and are free. Um, this also has reference to John chapter 8, verse 32. Now, on top of being our authority, um, on top of being the truth, on top of the relationship aspect, the Bible is also our weapon in defense. We are called to be living in Christ, not living as a part of this world. Um, so at times we're going to have to defend ourselves from this world, from the things that are thrown at us. Um, so another J.C. Ryle quote here says, And how did he arm them for this battle? He gave them no worldly weapons, he gave them no worldly power to compel agreement, and no worldly riches to bribe belief. He simply put the Holy Spirit in their hearts and the scriptures into their hands. So our way of fighting this world and the, the evil in this world is through scripture and, and through Christ. It is not through any other form of physical weapon or defense. It is through the word of God. Um, it helps us combat the enemy and resist temptation. And I think it's incredibly important to note that Jesus himself knew the scripture and used it to resist temptation. So if Jesus, who is in very nature God, used scripture to resist temptation, then what does that say for us? What does that say that we need to use scripture for? Our need for it, if Jesus, who is perfect, needed it, our need for it as sinful humans is so much greater. So the Bible is also full of knowledge and is eternally useful. Um, in Matthew 24, 35, it says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. In Isaiah 48, the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. Uh, the Bible is the teacher of all Christians. Um, I'm, I'm going to read from Psalm 119, which I referenced earlier, um, verse 97 through 100. Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Your commands are always with me and makes me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. So I want to note three things here. Through scripture, we become wiser than our enemies, our teachers, and our elders. Um, that is because there can be wisdom from man, but none of that is ever going to compare to the wisdom and the knowledge that we get from God himself. Um, and through that, because you are more wise than your teachers and elders, you are able to judge teaching. Because the teaching of man can stray away from the truth, and it can sometimes be false, and the scripture is our gauge to help us judge teaching. It is also necessary to read the Bible for salvation purposes. The contents of the Bible say, without the truths of the Bible, we cannot be saved from hell. Um, and that's not me condemning anyone who hasn't read the Bible, but the reality is that the truths of salvation are contained within the Bible. Um, 
So in 1 Timothy 4.16, it says, Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So it is important um, that, that we remain true um, to, the, to the doctrine of the Bible. And I think it's important to note the word persevere in there, too, because that kind of shows that there are going to be times that it's not easy. Um, you know, it might not be always easy or convenient to read the Bible. It might not be easy to follow the Bible. Um, but that's why it uses the word persevere, because we have to keep going, keep fighting through. Um, the Bible sanctifies. Scripture sanctifies. John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. The Bible will change us. Nobody who reads the Bible with a humble heart is going to be the same in Revelation chapter 22, verse 21, as they were in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Um, now, this last reason to read the Bible, I think, might be one of the most important. It is simply because we are called by God to read the Bible. In Matthew 4, 4, it says, Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Um, and, and I like the comparison to bread here because it shows that the Bible is our sustenance. It is what sustains us as Christians, is what fills us up. Um, but we are called by God to read the Bible, to live on the word, truth and the words of the Bible. Um, it is not here for our convenience. That is not why God gave us scripture. Um, he gave it to us so that we could better serve him, that we could uh, come to know him, build that relationship, and because he loves us enough that he would graciously do such. The Bible is a gift. Um, and it's important to note, I think sometimes we can get the misconception that God serves us rather than we serve God. But it is a very, very important to keep in mind that we serve God. Um, so, you know, that, that ties in with the whole idea of the convenience of the scripture. It, it's not that what can God do for me, put him in this box that fits us. It is what can we do for God. Um, and one of those things that we can do to better serve him is read scripture. And to reject what is God inspired, which scripture is, um, is to reject God himself. It would be similar if a teacher or an employer sent you an email um, and you immediately moved it to the spam folder and just didn't read it, completely disregarded it. Um, not, only, not only are you rejecting that email, but you're rejecting your boss or your teacher. Um, so it's important to be aware that, you know, knowing that you are called to read scripture and not doing so is blatant disobedience and disregard for what God has called you to do. Um, and I'm gonna close here uh, with Pastor John Piper's 10 Reasons to Read Daily. Obviously, I did not come up with these. Pastor John Piper did. Um, but I thought they were good, and I wanted to pass them along. Uh, there are scripture references for each. I'm not going to read the scripture reference, but we will put it in the description below. So, scripture saves. Scripture frees. Scripture imparts grace and peace. Scripture sanctifies. Scripture gives joy. Scripture protects us from destructive error. Scripture is the hope of heaven. Scripture will be resisted by some, so we use it to avoid false teaching. The right handling of Scripture is approved by God, and Scripture gives and sustains life. So through all those reasons, um, what we discussed, I, I hope you're aware that first and foremost, you have been called to read Scripture. Um, and on top of that, there are many reasons as, as Christians, as servants and followers of Christ, that we should be reading Scripture. Um, so. 
I encourage you, go out and make a difference in your Bible habits this week, um, starting now, and hopefully build a habit that, that sticks. Um, find ways to grow closer to God and better serve God through Scripture. I'm going to go and uh, close this in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you again um, for blessing this ministry, blessing this message, um, blessing those who hear it. And I pray that as followers of you, um, we can do a better job reading Scripture, that, that we can find the motivation and the purpose in meeting you through your word, that we can love you more, we can get to know you more, we can strengthen our relationship with you, we can, we can resist temptation, we can serve you better, Lord, through Scripture. And I'm just so grateful um, that, that you, you gave us Scripture. Um, it is something to be received as a gift, um, something to be loved and cherished and appreciated. And we really just want to take that mentality that uh, they had in, in Psalms 119 to just lift up Scripture and lift up your name through Scripture. Um, again, I just thank you for who you are, being a loving and wonderful God. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you everyone who was able to watch. Uh, please tune in next week for our message on how to read the Bible.